Black to Canada is sponsored by OESeducation.org. OES Education is committed to unraveling the principles, processes, and practices that serve as the bedrock of enduring individual and corporate greatness. The objective of OES Education is to help people discover the power and energy that is within them and use it towards impacting and influencing their world. Through teaching, training, and research, OES Education has helped many individuals and institutions identify their core competencies and amplify their unique gifts and potential. OESeducation.org Welcome to the Black to Canada podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Oyanarin. In today's episode, we'll be learning about an extraordinary Black Canadian, Stanley Grizel. Stanley George Sinclair Grizel was a citizenship judge, politician, civil servant, and labor union activist. He was born on November 18, 1918, in Toronto, Ontario, and passed away on November the 12th, 2016 in Toronto. Stanley Grizel had an illustrious career as a railway porter, soldier, civil servant, citizenship judge, and activist for the rights of black Canadians. Let's get into a bit about his early years and how he grew up. So Stanley Grizel was born in Toronto to Theodore Grizel and Mary Sinclair Grizel. He had three sisters and three brothers. His parents both moved to Canada from Jamaica in 1911. They met and married in the city of Toronto. Mary arrived as a domestic and Theodore got a job as a chef for the Grand Trunk Railway. Theodore eventually established a thriving taxi company, but fell on hard times during the Great Depression. Now, in 1938, Stanley Grizel helped establish the Young Men's Negro Association of Toronto, where he began his fight for the rights of black Canadians. In his memoir, My Name's Not George, which was published in 1998, Stanley Grizel describes a fulfilling youth spent listening to jazz music with his family, participating in church and community activities, playing sports in local clubs, and yearly celebrations of Emancipation Day, which celebrated the abolition of enslavement um, that took place officially August 1st, 1834. Let's look and discuss a bit about Stanley Grizel's time as a railway porter and as a labor leader. Now, although Stanley Grizel's parents wanted him to continue his studies after high school, it was difficult for his parents to come up with the money to, stand, to send Stanley, um, as well as his six siblings, to college or university. In June 1940, when he was 22 years old, Stanley Grizel began working as a sleeping car porter, which we should all know about uh, thanks to episode four of this podcast. Um, so he worked, he began working as a sleeping car porter with the Canadian Pacific Railway. And this was the about the only job that was hiring black men at the time. 
Now, Stanley Grizel started out as what was called an extra, so he filled in for porters who were on sick leave. Now, some of his duties and responsibilities that we discussed last episodes, so making beds, cleaning toilets, shining shoes, these were just some of the tasks that railway porters had to do. Now, as mentioned before, one of the uh, more uh, demeaning aspects about being a porter um, was, again, that white passengers would call the porters George after George Pullman, uh, the inventor of the Pullman sleeping car, rather than calling them by their names. So it was only after the Brotherhood of the Sleeping Car Porters negotiated with the Canadian Pacific Railway that every porter would get two plastic name cards to encourage passengers to call each porter by his name. Now, Stanley Grizel worked as a porter for the Canadian Pacific Railway for 20 years. Now, in that time, he also advocated and negotiated better working conditions for porters. He was elected president of the Toronto Canadian Pacific Railway Division um, of the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters in 1946. Now, in the early 1950s, Stanley Grizel became a member of the Joint Labor Committee, which um, fought to uh, combat racial intolerance. He was also instrumental in leading groups to meet with provincial and federal leaders to discuss anti-discrimination legislation for Black Canadians. Stanley Grizel frequently appeared on TV and radio to discuss and explain the many issues that were plaguing the Black community in Canada. So as I mentioned, um, Stanley Grizel also had a military career, and I just want to discuss a bit about that now. So in 1942, Stanley Grizel was conscripted into the Canadian Army. Although he understood the reasons for the Second World War, he was very bothered and not very comfortable with the fact that Canada was fighting for democracy in Europe, but was not extending that same democracy and fairness and equality to black Canadians here in Canada. Now, while serving in England, Stanley Grizel was assigned duties as what they called a Batman, uh, so somebody who shined shoes and tidied the officer's quarters. But he refused this work because he found it demeaning and racist. So at this time, um, many black servicemen in the military uh, were routinely assigned such duties as the shining of the shoes and tidying officers' quarters. Now, years later, Stanley Grizel recalled telling his superior, and this is quote, a quote from him, Sir, I realize that the only time you have seen a black man has been as a servant, but I don't think it's very democratic, end quote. Now, Stanley Grizel was punished with latrin duty for his refusal and went on strike. After making his stand, Stanley Grizel was reassigned and promoted to corporal in the military. And in February of 1946, Stanley Grizel returned home and was discharged from the army. Now, after this, he went back to work as a sleeping car porter and enrolled in courses in labor economics and public speaking at the University of Toronto. Now let's get into his political career, career now. 
after his time in the army uh, stanley grizel continued to fight for the rights of black canadians at the time canadian immigration policy restricted and in some cases denied equal immigration status to british commonwealth applicants from the caribbean british guyana india pakistan sri lanka and various african countries who were trying to immigrate to canada and gain citizenship now as i mentioned in a couple of the black to canada episodes previously canada really had some racist immigration policies um, leading up to the second world war and up until the 1950s and the 60s and canada only really wanted applicants who were from the united kingdom new zealand australia and south africa um, so that's a bit about the immigration but as i mentioned before we're going to do an episode on uh, canada's racist immigration policies from before now on april 27th 1954 stanley grizel was part of the first delegation of black canadians to meet with members of the federal cabinet to discuss canada's discriminatory immigration practices and a few years later in 1959 Stanley Grizel and another man named Jack White became the first black Canadians to attempt to gain seats in the Ontario legislature. And although Stanley Grizel gained just over 9,000 votes as a cooperative Commonwealth Federation candidate, Stanley Grizel finished third in his riding. In the early 1960s, Stanley Grizel was hired as a clerk of the Ontario Labor Relations Board, which made him the first black Canadian to work at the Ontario Ministry of Labor, and he was later promoted to officer. Stanley Grizel remained on the Labor Relations Board until Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau appointed him as a citizenship court judge. Now Stanley Grizel was the first black Canadian citizenship judge which is an amazing accomplishment. And he really set the stage for other black Canadians um, to follow suit. And a bit about uh, Stanley Grizel's personal life. So when he was in the military, he met Kathleen Victoria Tolliver of Hamilton, Ontario. They were married in September of 1942, while Stanley was on a two week leave from his military service duties. Now, Kay, his wife, was a founding member of the Canadian Negro Women's Association. Stanley and Kay had six children and one foster son. Stanley Grizel had 14 grandchildren, as well as several great-grandchildren. Now, a bit of his legacy and significance. In 1998, Stanley Grizel published his autobiography titled, My Name's Not George. The Story of the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters in Canada, Personal Reminiscence of Stanley G. Grizel. And in 2007, Stanley Grizel donated his personal papers, which included things like news clippings, speeches, photographs, and countless scraps of information on Black Canadian life to Library and Archives Canada. And that same year, 2007, a park in the east end of Toronto was named in Stanley Grizel's honor. 
in 2018, two years after he passed away, a Toronto laneway was also named after Stanley Grizzell. Some of his honors and awards that were bestowed upon him. In 1990, he was awarded the Order of Ontario. In 1994, the Canadian Labour Hall of Fame. In 1995, he was a member of the Order of Canada. He was also the recipient of the Queen Elizabeth II Golden Jubilee Medal from the Government of Canada in 2002. He received the Lifetime Achievement Harry Jerome Award in 2010. And he was also the recipient of the Queen Elizabeth II Diamond Jubilee Medal from the Government of Canada in 2012. So Stanley Grizel had as I mentioned, an illustrious career and life and made such significant impacts to uh, Black Canadians and Black history here in Canada. So I hope you've learned a bit about Stanley Grizel. I hope that you get to read his, his memoir and just learn a bit more about him and the amazing person that he was and how he contributed so much to Black Canadian history. Thank you for listening and join me next time on Black to Canada.